0: for this week's episode you're listening to Sandoval Bench Podcast I'm your host Daniel Sandoval uh, sorry I've been out uh for uh, like 2 3 weeks I think I um I have covid or had covid um obviously you can hear my voice I'm still kind of sick but um I feel good enough to to make an episode um and man it just uh, kicks my ass for like the last week and a half um so we missed a lot uh, but we'll uh, We'll discuss uh, NFL playoffs coming up. Um, I know I'm late to it, but the, the Antonio Brown situation. Uh, we'll get into some NBA, uh, talk about the college football uh, championship, and then um, some coaches got fired, um, so we'll get into that. So I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, Antonio Brown quitting on his team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in the middle of a game. And uh, rips off his his jersey and his gloves and everything and his shirt and throws it all into the stands at um, at the Giants Stadium It's MetLife um, and yeah and then runs off and he's getting booed slash cheered and mostly laughed at by the uh, by the the crowd there and yeah and then he just he's running off the field and throwing up the peace sign and waving and. Um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much the end of his career. Uh, there's no way you can quit on your team in the middle of a game and then storm off like that um, and then get another shot. He's uh, 33 now, but there's a lot of, you know, backstories or, uh, you know, blaming on both parties. Uh, the Buccaneers are saying that, um, you know, or this was a report that came out that he wanted his incentives guaranteed uh, before the game because he was injured. Um, and then the Buccaneers are saying that he wasn't injured, but if you've been watching football closely, you know, uh, AB was out for like a few, like three weeks, I think like he missed a few games, like before the vaccination, the fake vaccine card thing. Um, so he had been injured, but I don't know if, um, you know, he was cleared to play or what by team doctors. Apparently he was cleared to play and then Bruce Arians tried to put him in the game And then he refused. And then uh, Bruce Arians, you know, like did a a gesture to his throw and said, you're done. And then Antonio Brown stormed off and kind of freaked out there. Um, And then he said like, no, I I was too, I I told the coach that I was too injured to go back in or whatever, Um, whatever happened, like, you know, I, I guess I kind of believe Antonio that he was injured, but then he's like running off the field. You know, so, you know, even if it was true that he was injured, like, you don't, you don't quit on your team like that. You know, you don't storm off and then, you know, take your clothes off and run off the field because that, you're signaling to everyone else, every other player and teammate and other teams that, hey, I'm done. I'm not going to put up with this stuff and, you know, I'm going to burn my last bridge that I have here in Tom Brady. He brought me to New England and then when he came to Tampa, he brought me to Tampa. He lets him stay there. He, He, you know, he... He made sure that he, he was on the team because he wanted him on the team. And like no one else, everyone else is showing interest, but no one else actually signed Antonio Brown. So for him to, to go out like that with Tampa Bay Buccaneers was pretty shocking. Um, I've never seen anything like that like during the game where someone quits like that. The only one I could think of was like Vontae Davis who retired at halftime but he was getting burned during that game and then he went to his coach and was like hey coach like I just don't have it anymore I'm going to have to retire and he retired in the middle of a game which that was shocking you know but it wasn't like on full display like like Antonio Brown and then <clears throat> so you know there's obviously you know some back and forth there with uh the team and then Antonio Brown and you know the team is denying that he was injured and stuff but like whatever I just think it was it was handled poorly you know um and apparently after that they said that you know, they didn't guarantee his incentives before the game. And, you know, that week leading up to that game, he was more distant. He was a little mad that um, that they didn't do that for him. Um, and then he went on the full send podcast and was just, you know, kind of shitting on Tom Brady and said that he's only, he's a fake friend. He's only his friend because um, he's good at football. And he needs him to play football and, you know, um, that they only want him. You know in a certain sense that like he he's just gonna be himself and I don't know it was it was kind of a a weird podcast he was all over the place and they started talking about Vincent Jackson that they didn't do anything for Vincent Jackson which is true you know when he was asked if he thinks he has CTE or whatever but um yeah I think he's pretty much done and then you know he had the whole thing with the OnlyFans model or whatever if they, she wants to call herself a model I guess um who looked the toilet seat you know at the peak of covid in 2020 you know on a on an airplane bathroom because she was trying to catch covid well he brought her into his hotel room uh they had sex and this was before the game and no one else is allowed there and apparently she has covid and he brought her in there and um I guess he was like wanting to record it, and then she recorded it and now of course she's you know, trying to maximize this, this opportunity here, and says she's gonna release this video during the Super Bowl, like, okay, if we're all watching the Super Bowl, no one's gonna be on their phone fucking wanting to watch, uh, fucking Antonio Brown fucking this, this random woman, like, no, no one wants to see that, and did you know, did you know that, um, Antonio Brown has, like, a fiance or wife, and he has children with her, and, and, like, she's been with him through all this stuff, while, He's been like having other women living at his house, and like uh, there's videos of him throwing their stuff out, having move- movers move them out. And it's, but she's still there with him. I never do that. I thought he was single and like had, you know, a, a few children with different women, but she posted on social media and said, Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna give up on him. I'm, a, I'm from a family that doesn't give up. It's like, no, you're from a family that likes to look stupid in in the public, you know, cuz like after all this stuff like his name is just being run through the mud by all these other relationships and uh, extramarital affairs apparently that he has and you're still just going to stick by him. Just okay. That's your decision, but uh yeah. Pretty shocking. I thought he was finally uh behaving himself and, you know, um wanting to be part of this the Super Bowl team. I think they won the game in spite of him, not because of him. And then he goes on to say that he's the best receiver on the team. They, like, come on. You're not the best receiver on the team. I think Mike Evans is the best uh, player on the team, the best receiver on the team. He's had eight straight years of over 1,000 yards receiving. He's, um, he seems like a, a, a good locker room guy. Um, Yeah, he's more of more physical receiver. I mean, you could even argue that Chris Godwin right now at this point in his career is better than Antonio Brown right now. But like, if we're talking career wise, obviously Antonio Brown's better than all of them. But yeah, he's like stuck living in the past because right now, I'm taking Mike Evans over Antonio Brown any day. Probably Chris Godwin. You know, he just I think he just tore his ACL, so he's out for the. He's out for the rest of the year, but, you know, when I I said this was on my last podcast was, you know, when he was suspended for the three games for the fake vaccine card and, you know, uh, Bruce Arians was thinking about bringing him back or or cutting him. And I was like, well, you know, he has to bring him back because, you know, you just lost uh, Chris Godwin and, you know, you uh, Leonard Fournette wasn't back yet and you need some you need some weapons for this, uh, for this playoff run. You're kind of short on receiver. So like, it kind of made sense to bring him back, like from that standpoint, but man, did that blow up in his face. Cause now, now the, the Buccaneers, if you look at their roster, you know, they're missing, uh, Chris Godwin, um, Antonio Brown now. And you know, they there have some, some injury issues there. And Gronk has kind of hit and miss lately. Like he was good in the last game because, uh, Brady went back in the game and tried to get him his, uh, his incentive, uh, his bonuses. So, you know, there's some some depth issues there, uh. But you know, it's Tom Brady, he could find a way. You know, there's still they still have talent on defense, and you know, he still got, uh, Mike Evans there. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, that's the uh, that's the Antonio Brown situation. So, uh, moving on. Before we talk about the NFL playoffs, I wanted to get into some some coaches getting fired. Um, you know, you have the obvious ones. Big Fangio of the Denver Broncos, you know, he, he's a good uh, defensive coordinator. Uh, Broncos, they never got, you know, consistent quarterback play. So I would put it all on him, you know, um, but they're just um, they're just a quarterback away. I think, you know, they have some some great weapons there uh, this year. The emergence of Tim Patrick, you still have Jerry Judy there. Um, you know, I think they need to go to a run, uh, running back system where you know they get rid of Melvin Gordon and they just, uh, they start Williams. But, you know, they're they're tied to, uh, West, uh, not Westbrook, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know, other quarterbacks. I think they need to try to get a big, uh, quarterback there. Uh, Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears. Obviously, they just uh, they were terrible on offense and couldn't uh, couldn't move forward. Uh, Mike Zimmer of the Vikings, you know, he got fired. Uh, you know, I like him as a coach. Um, you know, it was only, what, three, four years ago where they were in the NFC Championship game. Um, haven't been able to, to move forward after that. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Brian Flores of the Miami Dolphins was a shocking uh, firing. Uh, he, <clears throat> I guess he wanted, like, some, you know, f- control over the GM and stuff and wanted more control than he had, but he's a great coach and I, I don't expect him to be unemployed for long. Uh, maybe the Broncos go after him or um, maybe even like the bears, you know, there's a lot of, a um, lot of uh, potential there. You know, he, uh, he's just a, yeah, he's a good coach. There was some issues obviously with the team, you know, they, they took a step back, but I think that was more on, more on the offense and kind of GM as far as, you know, roster construction, you know, uh, to a, it did look better towards the end of the year, and he beat B- Bill Belichick, you know. And then he gets fired. So I don't, I don't know what they're trying to base that off of. Like who, like if when you fire like a good coach like that, who are you going to get now? You know, it just it didn't make sense to me. Um, and then Joe Judge got fired. Uh, you know, he didn't get fired right away, but you know they took a a, a few days to to think about it. And then uh, Dave Gettleman, the uh, the GM, he he retired so the the Giants who they've they're just uh they're just a joke they were terrible this year they, they were terrible last year and Joe judge is like this um I you don't know everyone's calling him this uh the, a fake tough guy you know he tries to be, be like a mini Bill Belichick I liked him you know in the beginning uh but then you know he he, he had this weird third and nine where he was like inside his own 10 then they did like back-to-back quarterback sneaks, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just run the ball or, like, even throw it. Like, who cares? Um, so, yeah, the, he he was just, like, a disaster. I mean, he was young, too. He was only a special teams coordinator in New England. And, um, you know, he – then he, he's, he's, like, he's 38, too. He's young, so this is his first head coaching job. But the way – how bad it was, it might be a while until he gets another opportunity, if he gets another opportunity, um – and then uh, Rich Bisaccia is is still the head coach right now for the Raiders. Um, you know, they beat the Chargers, so now they're in the playoffs. You know, I'll get into that in a bit. But um, I feel like the Raiders might keep him on for, like, at least a couple years. I know they've been tied to uh, – er- uh, not Urban Meyer. <laughs> Urban Meyer. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, you know. And I said this before was that I would hire – I would offer Jim Harbaugh. Maybe if I'm the Raiders, I wouldn't offer him 10 years because last time I gave someone 10 years – you know, it blew up in my face, so I would, maybe like a, a five-year, you know, I don't know, 75 million or something, I would offer Jim Harbaugh a big uh, contract like that, um, you know, he he's one of the few college coaches that has proven that he can coach in the NFL, you know, took the, the 49ers to Super Bowl, you know, kind of helped develop uh, Colin Kaepernick there, and um, you know, had a had a tough, hard nosed football team, and you know, they're physical. And um, you know, I know a lot of 49er fans miss him, even though uh, you know Shanahan got this team to the playoffs. But but we'll see. Passacia did a great job. You know, I rode off the Raiders multiple times, but uh, they finished ten and seven, and they're in the playoffs now. Um, and you know, they had to play, or they played the uh, the Chargers, and the Chargers. You know, all they had to do was either tie the game or win, and then they would have been in the playoffs. And towards the end of the game, this was a ridiculous game. They were in overtime, and it seemed like the Raiders were playing for for a tie, and they were going to let them in. And um, then the, the Chargers took a timeout because, you know, they want to get reset. And everyone's kind of getting mad at Brandon Staley, but, you know, you can't you can't rely on the other team to make the decision for you if, like, there's going to be... Excuse me, if there's going to be a tie or if they're going to win, you can't be like, oh, okay, I think they're going to go for a tie here. Like, you, I mean, you have to play to win the game. Like, you guys are division rivals, Chargers and, and Raiders. Why are you going to try to let the other guys in the playoffs? You want to beat them so they're not in the playoffs, and they could be like, oh, yeah, they, they beat us at one, one, that one day in, uh, one game, week 18, uh, because, you know, so now we're not in the playoffs. <clears throat> but, you know, as far as week 18, the extra game this season, like, man, it felt like too much football for me. There was only a couple games that were a big deal, like uh, Jaguars and Colts. Colts laid an egg. They took a shit all over the field and lost to Jaguars, so they're not in the playoffs. Um, and they were in the driver's seat. All they had to do was beat the worst team in the league, and they would have been um, in the playoffs. And then the 49ers uh, the and Rams, like, that one had to be a tie, or the 49ers had to win uh, to make the playoffs. And the 49ers ended up winning that one in overtime. That was a great game. Jimmy Garoppolo was poised, made big plays. Uh, Debo Samuel made some big plays. Um, so they they clinched the playoff spot. Um, so I don't know. It, but other than that, it felt like it just felt like too much football. And then I guess you could talk about the uh, the Steelers and Ravens because uh, there was some playoff implications there. Um, but yeah. So this is who we have so far in the playoffs. Or this is these are all the teams that clinched. Uh, we'll go with the AFC. Um, You have Tennessee as a a one seed, Kansas City two seed, uh, Buffalo is a three seed, Cincinnati four, uh, Vegas five, uh, Patriots at six, and then uh, Big Ben and the Steelers, they came in at seven. They got that last spot because of the, um, the only way that they were able to get in was when the Colts lost to the, um, lost to the Jaguars. Once that happened, then they needed, like, all the other things to fall in place. You know, Chargers losing, which is a major disappointment. I definitely had the Chargers make the playoffs um, this year, and then they didn't make it. Uh, but it wasn't because of Herbert. Herbert is um, he's going to win the MVP probably within the next couple years or so. He's just um, he's very talented. He's that good. Um, <clears throat> so the first uh, playoff game uh, will be on fi- the 15th this weekend. We'll have uh, the Raiders and the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals have, they're like one of the hottest teams uh, right now. Joe Burrow, last four games, I think he has zero turnovers. You know, he started off kind of slow, uh, had a lot of turnovers, because seemed kind of shaky with his knee. Um, you know, I was one of the people that said they should get Panay Sewell to protect him and stuff. And, you know, but, you know, I thought that they would get uh, Jamar Chase just because of that connection. But the safe pick was uh, uh, Panay Sewell. But uh, Jamar Chase was the right pick, obviously, because um, they have a, such a strong connection. And Chase is probably the rookie of the year. Uh, he broke all kinds of records, and he's just an explosive player. But they have two players, two receivers with over 1,000 yards receiving. Um, Joe Mixon is over 1,000 yards. They're all under, like, 25 years old, too. Um, so they're, uh, they're a young, hungry, like, really talented team. Um, the Raiders, the Raiders are always up and down, you know, they've been good lately. I know they had a lot of things happening, um, you know, this year and for them to be 10 to seven and in the playoffs is, is amazing. I think, um, you know, Derek Carr there, Josh Jacobs has been good as of late. Darren Waller was injured, came back, you know, Hunter Renfro, you know, he had over a hundred yard, a hundred receptions this year. He had like one Oh two or something, uh, just over a thousand yards. And like, I feel like he has, that hasn't gotten talked to talked about enough um you know this season um you know they try to replace uh Henry Ruggs and you know I don't know they've, they've been fine so far so um I think this is a good matchup um I'm gonna take the Bengals just because I think I'd rather have uh, Joe Burrow than Derek Carr um and you know they just have a lot of weapons so their defense is actually a lot better than it gets credit for um, so I'll take the Bengals in a close one, like 31-28. Um, that'll mean that the Bengals will break their their losing streak uh, for, for playoff games. Uh, Bills and Patriots. Uh, Bills and Patriots, this is the third time we're going to see them play. They just played like a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, they split the series. Bills ended up winning the division at 11-6. Patriots are at 10-7. Patriots have been kind of struggling the last uh, few games. Mac Jones hasn't looked that great. Um, they are playing in Buffalo. Um, you know, I had high expectations for the Bills. I had them going to the Super Bowl. Um, Patriots, I had them go to the playoffs, and, you know, they're in the playoffs. But, you know, I feel like they've just looked better, the Patriots have, than the Bills. The Bills are just so inconsistent, um, so up and down. Um, and then when you're coaching the playoffs – I feel like Bill Belichick is kind of you know saving some stuff for the playoffs, you know when it's really going to matter. So I'm going to take I'm going to take the Patriots in that one, um, and then the rest of the AFC games you have you have the Steelers and the Chiefs. Uh, the Steelers and the Chiefs, it's like you know they just played each other like what three weeks ago, and this was one of the worst games from from the Big Ben that we've seen. They just got they got smoked in that game. It was like at halftime they were down by 20 or something. Like, it was crazy. It was one of the worst games. And it was on primetime, too. NBC. A Sunday night had it. And, um, one of the worst games. This Steelers team is just not fun to watch. Like, I don't care if it's Big Ben's, like, last rodeo. This is just. This is a bad playoff game written all over it. Uh, the Steelers, are, or the, the Chiefs are going to blow them out again. That one's over. Um, and then the the Titans have the, uh, the first round bye because they're the, um, they're the number one seed. And then going to the NFC, the wild card, you have uh, 49ers and Cowboys. The rivalry is back. They haven't played each other in the playoffs in quite some time. Um, I think maybe since, like, what, early 2000s or something? Um, maybe. Or, or, like, the late 90s, early 90s, around there. Um, yeah, it's been a long time since there's been a matchup between the 49ers and Cowboys that's actually mattered uh, the 49ers coming off a great win against uh, the Rams. You know, the Rams were up 17 to 3 at halftime. 49ers came back, got more physical, um, won that game in overtime. It's a great game. Um, Jimmy G he had two turnovers, but he was poised, you know, when it when it mattered, he was he was able to get the ball to the right guys. Um, you know, their defense showed up, you know, they were able to sack uh, they were able to get to, to Stafford, got some interceptions, and um, yeah, I think um, this is a team that the Cowboys don't want to play, because, you know, they have, they're the kind of team, they're a, such a physical team, they play bully ball, you know, with Debo Samuel, you know, you have Kittle there, uh, you have Usage, the um, the fullback, and then you have, uh, even, you, even your running game, you know, uh, Elijah Mitchell's a rookie, but He's a strong back, and you know they can with those guys that they have there. They can string together like fifteen play drives where they're they're going from like they the inside of their own ten, and they'll take as long as possible, and then they'll get all the way to the end zone. They can string together, oh, excuse me, string together these long drives. You know with their running game, and you know that offensive line. Hopefully Trent Williams, um, offensive lineman, is healthy to help with that run game. Um, but the Cowboys have been the two-headed monster there with uh, Zeke and, and Tony Pollard But then they have all these all this depth, you know at the wide receiver position um, You know, they've scored 50 points uh, Twice this year this last game against Eagles. I know those backups and stuff but 50 points 50 points and they're still NFL players um, And you know, they'd have a great defense. So if if the Cowboys really get to Jimmy Garoppolo and you know, make them turn the ball over and, and get some sacks and stuff, get them rattled early on. That I think the Cowboys would win this game, but uh, for the 49ers, you know, all they have to do is you know work on the strong run game and, and get to Dak Prescott, get some get some pressure there. And if they're controlling the um, the clock, the time possession, I think the 49ers are going to win this game. Um, so I'm going with San Francisco. They're playing in Dallas, but you know they're a tough team they can they can beat all the good teams with you know they almost beat the packers early in the season and that was mostly because of jimmy g that that they lost and then um you know they've beaten the rams destroyed the rams twice this year um and i think both those teams are better than the cowboys um so i'm picking the 49ers in that game eagles and bucks um not a good matchup at all even you know with the shorthanded bucks you know the eagles they're a playoff team sure they're 9 and 8 but they're they're like 0 and 7 against uh teams with with uh, records above 500 you know the only one marquee win i guess is against the saints who finished like 8 and 9 or whatever or they finished 9 and 8 i think that was the only team and you know and the saints have been a debacle so um, this was not going to be close it's going to be a bad playoff game so uh buccaneers being the eagles and then Monday night you have the Rams and the Cardinals. Um, I don't believe in the Cardinals at all, even though they beat Dallas like late in the season. Like they just, they didn't look good. It seems like people have figured out uh, Kyler Murray, and then I don't know if uh, DeAndre Hopkins is coming back to play. Um, you know they had some injuries at in the running back position, and I don't know. I just I don't believe in the Cardinals at all. They, you know, they had that that great win streak, and then they lost like five in a row. They're just like they've been inconsistent. Uh, the Rams have been inconsistent too, though. Like Stafford, you know, he just turns it off, uh, turns it over at bad times, you know. And um, you know, they have, they don't have like the right running game that they need for that offense. Like they kind of rely on the pass too much and try to get Cooper Cup involved, kind of force it to him at times. You know, they they need someone like you know, like how they had Todd Gurley. If they had that, where they can kind of do both and have a strong running game and have a, a, a deadly passing game. Then you know they'd be unstoppable, but I don't know. They're, both of these teams are kind of inconsistent, but I'm gonna take the Rams. Um, I think they're the better team, and then the uh, the the buy is uh, belongs to the, the the Packers. They have the, the number one seed, so they have a buy. Uh, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the. Let's see. Who who do I think? I'll, I'll make my picks right now. Um, as far as the, the way that these teams are playing right now, um, I'm gonna go NFC. I'm going to stick with my my initial pick and that's the 49ers because early in the season I picked them to to win the Super Bowl and beat the the Buffalo Bills. Um, so and then I kind of faltered because they were what were they 2 and 5 or 3 and 5 and they just they looked lost and they had a bunch of injuries and but now they're back. So um, so I'm going to go with the 49ers to, to represent uh, the NFC and the Super Bowl. I know the odds are, are crazy because you know you got the Rams, you have the Bucks, and then you have, um, then you have the Packers. So, so that's tough. Um, and then as far as the the AFC goes, I can, you know, I'm gonna go. You know, I was gonna go with the Bills. You know, but I'm gonna pick my dark horse, who I had early in the years that hey, they can, they can make a run. You know, if everything falls into place for them, it's the Tennessee Titans. Um, they're getting, they're getting um, uh, Derek Henry back, and you know f- somehow they got the number one seed at eleven and five. So I'm going Titans and 49ers, rematch of the Thursday Thursday night game like three weeks ago uh, when the Titans won. I know it's not the most exciting matchup, but uh, that's what I'm picking since um, so I have no faith in the Bills and then. The other teams, the only one that you can like really trust maybe in the AFC is like the Chiefs, um, or maybe the Patriots, but they also do have a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones. So, um, so I'm not entirely sure there, but I'll go with that Titans and 49ers. Um, and then let's see what else we get into. Uh, the college football, uh, championship was Monday. Uh, it was a rematch of the SEC championship with Georgia and Alabama, um, Yeah, Georgia won the rematch, though, and it was, like, the most boring game until, like, the third, late third, fourth quarter, Um, and then Georgia pulled away, but, um, yeah, I don't know, college football just needs to expand, I just, like, I just have, like, no, I watch it still, but I have no interest in in watching it anymore, really, it's just, um, it's boring, it's, like, the same teams, and, they need to expand the playoffs to like at least like eight or something, so we get some different teams in there. You know, we had Michigan in there, and um, they got smoked by Georgia. You know, so both my picks were wrong. I, I picked uh, I picked the upsets. I picked Cincinnati and 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 Michigan just because I wanted some different teams there, different representation. Both of them lost. I was like, okay, damn it, we're getting a fucking SEC championship rematch. So I don't know. College football needs to. They need to fix it because it's just not—it's not entertaining. I don't want to watch Bama again against Georgia. I don't want to see it when we just saw it. I mean, I know the outcome was different, but but still, it's just—it um, didn't get me excited. Uh, switching gears to NBA here. Uh, so we had <clears throat> we have Klay Thompson. He he's back. He just played in his second game um, against the Grizzlies yesterday. The Warriors lost the Grizzlies. Grizzlies are. They're hot. They've won ten straight. Uh, John Morant is taking that next step They're He's averaging like twenty six a game. Uh, they're a deep team. You know they're good defensively. They're physical. Um, I'm not ready to put them at you know the top tier of the West like the Warriors and the Suns. Also the uh, the Jazz are right there too. They're the third seed. So I would put I would put those three teams that can. Well, the the two teams that I'm still like okay they can win is uh, the Suns and and the Warriors and then after that I put the Jazz and then uh, the Jazz are like alone in that like second group and then um, then I would put Memphis in that third group. But Clay Thompson's first game back, he looked great. He was um, well, he looked uh, he looked good. Like they're they're only gonna limit his they're gonna limit his games to like 20 minutes, 20 25 minutes a game and then he's only gonna play he's not gonna play the second uh game on a back-to-back um but defensively is what I was looking at he's still like he's still quick uh defensively like his lateral movements are good you know he's making smart plays still and his legs are it looks like he's been working a lot on his legs obviously and he his legs look really strong um so he uh he was able to get a shot off, too. Like, he, he he took, like, 20, like, 18 shots or something. He missed some easy ones that, you know, he was trying to shake off the rust still, obviously. Uh, but he scored 17 points. He had a runaway dunk. He had, like, a nice a nice layup there. He hit some threes. Like, you know, it, it was good, you know, and they won the game. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, so I think defensively is going to help a lot. You know, they're missing Draymond right now, so... You know they're having some defensive issues right now but this is it's a deep team you know once he gets his legs under himself all the way and kind of shakes off the rust like they're gonna be they're gonna be deadly and i hope you know they're easing him in which i like but hopefully once the playoff starts like he's gonna be he's gonna be ready to go play you know 35 40 minutes you know right next to steph um steph's been struggling a lot you know with this shot and they've been struggling you know with their shot um you know their their three point percentage has been like low thirties, mid thirties, uh, which isn't <clears throat> that's not like you know how they how they play. So you know for them to be struggling that much and they're still you know thirty and 10, second in the West. You know kind of says a lot about what kind of team they have. Phoenix are still up there. They're thirty one and nine, and then uh, then yeah you have Utah, Memphis, uh, Dallas is there twenty two and eighteen, uh, Denver. So the sixth spot now at 2019, and then the Lakers, uh, Clippers are there. I don't <clears> – <throat> just, like, all those teams, like, I'll, I'll even include Memphis. I guess just the top four the ones, like, our, our actual contenders, I think. And then after that, like, you know, I think – I don't know. It's just something about Dallas. Like, I don't know about Luka not being fully in shape, and then he was out for a while. And then, you know, Jason Kidds are a coach, so I'm not a big believer in them you know, like five through eight right there. I just, I don't see it. Like Dallas and then like Denver, you know, Jokic is, you know, he could be an MVP any year, I think. And, you know, he's so talented and, you know, he, he's like dynamic. He can do everything. But, you know, they're missing Jamal Murray. And then, um, you know, they have a lot of injuries there. Uh, but, you know, for them to still be right there is good. But, you know, when come playoff time, like they're, they're not going to be difficult to, uh, to eliminate from the playoffs. And the Lakers just... You know they're just a mess. They have like Russell Westbrook can't score consistently. Um, you know Anthony Davis is still out, so they're still kind of hanging by. But I don't know. It's like they they rely on LeBron too much. He has to do everything. You know he's he's been great this year though. You know statistically, you know he's he's has the same similar numbers to how he was. You know ten years like when he was in Miami ten years ago. He, he has very similar numbers. You know and <clears throat> and he's thirty seven, so that's crazy. But um, they're just, they're not consistent and they're just not winning against, uh, the teams at the top, you know, and then the Clippers are they're just struggling. Uh, Paul George has been out and, uh, you know, you have Portland there, Portland, and they, they might, they might shut down Damian Lillard. He's, you know, he's been out with that abdominal injury. So he's, you know, they're running, they're evaluating him some more and they, they might actually shut him down, um, which would be disastrous for that team. Cause you know. They're awful right now. They, they only have 16 wins, you know. But, like, they're one game above the San Antonio Spurs. And I don't think I could even, besides Ajante Murray, like, can you name another player on the San Antonio Spurs? Like, I, I don't know. I think that's it. Um, and then in the East, uh, you have the Chicago Bulls have been a surprise team. Uh, but now I think they're, they're legitimate contenders. I think I had them, like, fourth. In the in the East this year, um, they're twenty seven and eleven. Like they're really good. Demar Derozan should be the MVP conversation. I know it's early still, January, but the way that they're playing, <coughs> excuse me, struggling here with my voice. Um, the way that they play together, and then you have Lonzo there, Alex Caruso, Vucevic. Like they're they're a good team, man. They could do a lot of things there. The um, you know the mid range game is is alive and well. It's thriving. Um, you know, I really like that team. It's crazy how they did that like overnight. Usually, when you do like free agency moves, um, and you, you bring in some big names, it just doesn't work. But you know, it's it's worked out well for them. And um, you know, overnight, they're now a good team, you know, and they're con- they're a contender. I think the the east this year seems a lot better from top to bottom, more exciting basketball, which is crazy. I thought I'd never say that because you know, the west has been you know where all the stars are, but the west they only have. You know they have like big names, but I think it's just like the top four teams that are actual contenders. And in the East, you have, let's see, you know, Chicago, the Nets, Miami, Milwaukee, Philly. You know those. I think the those five are are true contenders. But then you have like some fun teams, like uh, the Hornets are fun to watch. You know, even the Wizards are. Um, You know the. The, the the Knicks and the the Celtics are fun to watch because they just implode and they're just they have a lot of struggles. But uh, the Brooklyn Nets twenty five and fourteen, you know they brought back Kyrie as like a, as a part time player to play on road games, and um, they're riding on Kevin Durant a lot. You know he's playing forty minutes a game, like back to back nights. He's playing a lot, but um, he's playing MVP basketball though. The only reason why they're right there at number two at 25 and 14 is because of him. You know, Harden has had some had some good games too, but I don't know. He's, he seems like he's still trying to figure it out. Um, you know, I thought they would be better. Well, mainly because I thought that Kyrie would be there, you know. So, um, yeah. But Miami is there also, you know, 25 and 15. Um, you know, they... They have definitely improved from last year because I, I wasn't picking them to win the championship at all this year because the way last year they just made me look stupid when I picked them to, to beat Milwaukee, and then they got swept. They just got completely embarrassed. Um, Milwaukee's still there, still consistent, 26 and 17. I still have them finishing uh, first place in the west, or in the west, in the east. Um, you Because know, the top four, they're really close as far as standing goes. Like There's only like a game and a half separating all of them. Um, and then uh, the Sixers, the Sixers are, you know, they're kind of like, they're like a fringe contender to me, you know, Joel Embiid, you know, he's, he's the, obviously the best player the, and I think they need to keep running things through him. But now they're kind of like, we're just still waiting on this Ben Simmons thing. Like, I think they, they need, they need a new, uh, a new trade here. They need some new blood on the team. They need like some major changes and you know i think they need to try to move ben simmons faster than they, like they've been trying um because it's kind of holding them back you know they have like this big void on their team where they could use someone like ben simmons but now without him, you know instead of getting someone new they're just like not having anyone there and that's a problem and now you're seeing in it and now you know they're trying to get more aggressive apparently the atlanta hawks who i'll get into in a minute they've just been a They've been bad this year. Um, The Atlanta Hawks are interested in acquiring Ben Simmons and... um, What's his name? Um, Tobias Harris. They're going to group both of them together and then probably trade them to the Hawks. I like that trade for the Hawks. You know, you get... Because they're struggling defensively and they need some help. And uh, Ben Simmons can help there defensively. But um, I was kind of surprised that the Sixers were going to trade Tobias Harris. So I wonder who they would get back would they get probably like cam reddish and maybe john collins if they could get cam reddish and john collins for those two like yeah i would definitely do it because john collins has had some issues you know in the past with trey young and then they seem to have gotten over it last year and then they went to the conference finals but now there's another report that um you know they're there, uh, John Collins is having some issues that, you know saying that they need to play more team ball and stuff and that goes right to Trey Young because Trey Young's you know shooting deep shots and stuff and but he he does get people involved but you know he dropped like 55 like a few weeks ago and then they still lost like come on you know they're 17 and 22 right now like they're they're just they're bad you know and there, there's just a myriad of issues there. Um, so I think they do need to make a trade also because, you know, there was uh, reports that the, uh, the Knicks also wanted to get Cam Reddish. And the Knicks are, you know, they, they've taken a, a major step back. Um, Julius Randle, con- he, he's, like, still putting up numbers. But, you know, he's just, like, not a leader. He's not that guy. You know, he's just, like, ar- he was arguing with teammates at one point. You know, he, he gave thumbs down to the fans who were booing him and told him to shut the fuck up. But it's like... know you're in a major market you guys made the playoffs last year kind of got embarrassed by the hawks and then like now this year you you got to make a a a commitment to winning you got to win you know Campbell walker was like a dnp every night and then um then they needed him to play because derrick rose has been out so then he comes back and starts playing and he starts lighting it up he starts playing really well like consecutive games and he was playing well um so like that's more on tibbs like why do you have a guy who you're D&Ping every day, but then you put him in and now he's playing really well? Like, what does that say about you as a coach? Like, I know he, he had his struggles in Boston, but if he's playing well, like, play him. You know, if he's practicing and stuff, like, keep playing him. Um, So they're 20 and 21, and they desperately needed to make a move because Julius Randle's not the number one guy, shouldn't be the number one guy. Like, he's just, that's not him. You know, like, he puts up numbers still, but... He he's not gonna elevate his team or take him to the next step. Boston, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Boston. They're like Brad Stevens, you know, moved into the front office, and then they got worse with the new coach. Um, I don't think they should trade Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They're great, you know. Uh, they kind of they kind of do similar, very similar things. Um, but I, I don't know. This team is kind of a disaster right now, and they're like they just kind of like they have like some chemistry issues I think you know cuz there was some there was a lot of stuff with you know when they were with Brad Stevens I'm just like why is this team not winning championships already like they're a good team you know they have great players but there's just there's something there and I think there's like they they keep it under wraps a lot or whatever cuz you know there has to be something going on behind the scenes um Wizards came back down to reality after their uh, their great start um, and then you know Charlotte's still there they're, they're they're really fun to watch I love watching them play um but yeah that's about it in the NBA a lot of uh, a lot of up and down stuff there um so yeah uh, some TV stuff uh Euphoria is back uh, that show was in where they're in high school and they're like like way too advanced doing all kinds of drugs and stuff and um you know it's hardcore so the first episode like first two minutes you know, you know, I know because it's HBO and stuff, and it's like a shocking show, but, like, first two minutes, you already see some dick, like, right away. I was like, okay, thank you, HBO. Give me a warning before I, before you just whip it out on me. But um, very good uh, uh, season premiere. It was, like, so much going on because, you know, uh, Zendaya's character, Rue, and then Hunter Schaefer's character. What's uh, – I forget Oh, Jules! Like they were, they were together last season, but then you know she left. She left her at the train station because you know they were supposed to like run away together, or whatever. But now they're back, and now they're like at a New Year's Eve party, and um, there's some new characters, and um, Zendaya's finding herself in some some new situations that are um, very dangerous. But um, but yeah. Definitely check out the, uh, the new season. It's, uh, it's intense, and apparently, according to Zendaya, it's going to be uh, more emotional and uh, more, um, I guess, when it's funny, it's funny, and then when it's like dark, it's really dark and, and, and emotional is, is what she said and how she put it, but uh, very great um, opening episode. Um, what else have I seen? I, I saw the new Matrix movie, and it was bad. It was awful. It was, like, so confusing, there was like a new Morpheus. Uh, Hugo Weaving wasn't like the um, he wasn't in it. They had like some new guy playing his character, and they didn't really explain it well enough. It was just so confusing. I had no fucking idea what was going on. Um, it seemed, they were like most of the time they were trying to get Trinity back, and he's you know Keanu's getting back in the Matrix, and I don't know. It was just it was a mess. Um, it was not very not a lot of you know for it, it being the matrix it wasn't that much like action stuff and then like for the action stuff that was going on it just like didn't really make sense um it felt like a, a massive money grab because of uh keanu's success with um um john wick you know it's like oh you know maybe we could do this again because he's a marketable star and never been, you know he has a a loyal fan base so people are going to watch it but um yeah i just it was bad it was really bad uh yeah i, I so I don't, I don't know if people are actually like it or not i heard that it's it kind of struggled in the bo- box office so uh but yeah those are my thoughts so uh thanks for for sticking with me for this episode um yeah it was with my voice but um i'm still i still have some symptoms i don't think i'm like contagious right now with covid but it's been like a week and a half and um, like, I get a different symptom every day, and then, like, it'll go away the next day, and then, like, something else comes back, and then it's, like, worse another day, and then, like, I get, and then I feel like I'm better, and then, like, later in the day, something else comes, it's, like, it's fucking weird, it's, like, not a normal, you know, like, a a cold or anything, or flu, because those, like, I'm sick for, like, a day, maybe two days, but then I'm, I'm fucking back, like, nothing, but this is just, like, man, kicking my ass, and then, like, I'm just, I feel, like, exhausted, like, I'm just drained, and, like, too tired to even, like, get out of bed, or, like, do anything, and then when I try to do something, it's just, like, it's, like, too much, I'm just, like, I need to, like, fucking go lay down, you know, I just feel, like, worn out, and it's, like, I'm not even doing anything, so it's, like, how do I, how am I feeling so exhausted, like, I just fucking ran a marathon or something, I don't know, it's just, really weird and i'm vaccinated i don't have my booster or anything so i'm like okay like if i didn't have my vaccine would i have died or like what the fuck i don't know i don't know so i'm, I'm just questioning everything but um but yeah that's where i'm at so thanks for thanks for listening hopefully i'm back uh next week and we could talk about the wild card games if not then that means i'm sick again or i'm dead so um yeah maybe we'll see you next uh next week thanks for joining